This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Grundle, what are you doing? They're here. Uh, who's here? Oh, my new friend, Ghostly Bigfoot. They just went off to grab some uh, snacks. We're watching this uh, cool static movie. It's like what? an art film or something. I don't know. What happens in it? Well, so far, not much. Uh, every now and again, it's kind of scrambled, and I think I see boobs. Oh, sick. Scoot over. Scoot over. Yeah, see, I mean, is that just my imagination? Like, what is this? No, that, that definitely looks like a nipple. So scary, my teeth would be chattering if I had any teeth. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Calm down, coward. It's just a movie. Welcome to the crew, Ghostly Bigfoot. Thanks for the snacks. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm your dearest deadly dungeon daddy, Grant Milky, joined by Austin Brady. Zaldwin the homesick. Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, now recording. John Cayley. Da, 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 da. Mr. Goy, and a ship full of new samples. Whoa, Tyrell Nye. Tevian, the turncoat killer. Previously on the homebrew, the reunited crew met back up with their dedicated acolytes, the Grung, who were plotting their universal domination. They readily agreed to help with the plan to take out Zoros, and the crew left Evendal there to share his knowledge of the Lathander and Zoros. Zaldwin then redirected the crew to the Oasis instead of Pharmacore, thinking Zoros might be on their tails and might know they're headed for Pharmacore. Zaldwin received a strangely cold welcome from Calypso, who would not let Zaldwin come on board. And that's where we're picking up, y'all. You guys are in the Hawk, on the Oasis, uh, parked, kind of stuck in the parking garage, so to speak. Are the uh, medical droids still kind of like hovering around us? Yeah, they're going to kind of stay close by to you unless you were to shoo them away or try specific, you know what I mean? Like go into a room and shut the door. But for the most part, they're going to be kind of in the ambience uh, following you around. Okay. Can I do some sort of check to see if these things are strictly taking our vitals or if they're recording? Recording? Uh, absolutely. Give me investigation or insight. That is an 11. Yeah, which is average, right? You are kind of trying to observe these things and you have some, you know, experience with Hermes uh, hanging out with you and stuff. So you're not able to pick up anything too crazy out of the ordinary. Uh, you can give me a medicine check, though. Oh, also a 10. Yeah, um, you're not really able to get any additional insight as to kind of what's going on with those checks. Okay. Well, y'all, I don't know what to say, but we're just kind of stuck at the moment. Hmm. Uh, well... This really isn't the kind of welcome home that I was expecting, but... Yeah. Is it going to be a problem getting in here? I gotta be honest with you, man. Uh, a lot of that talk was kind of freaking me out. Like, and then they kind of shoot us away. Like, what did you guys even talk about after we left? Calypso won't really help us willingly. Not unless we somehow guarantee that everybody else on the ship will be safe and... Considering that all the other, all the other hands that they sent out are dead, um, I don't think there's a good chance of that. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. 
AIs are usually pretty singularly minded. Uh, any chance we could kind of convince them that this is for the good of the Oasis as well? I mean, I know it's kind of a kind of vague, but like, you know, Zoros isn't just going to go away if they hide. I tried convincing them that doing good on the outside will provide a better place in the world for everybody inside. They have taken some sort of twisted isolationist kind of view of things, and I'm not particularly happy about that. Hmm. Well, we're just going to have to convince them to change their minds. I am an expert on AIs, but I'm not the best at talking to AIs. I'm more of a brute force method. Zeldon will uh, pick up their tablet and try to phone uh, parents, phone home. Ooh. Okay. Rings for a while, and then it is picked up, and uh, you're looking kind of up at the ceiling of, you know, a room somewhere, and there's like all sorts of scrambling and stuff. And then the thing gets kind of shuffled around, shuffled around. And then you find yourself basically like looking up the nose. Well, I don't know if you have noses. You're like looking mm-hmm. this terrible selfie angle of your poor mom. Zaldwin, is that you? Yeah, mom. Hey. Oh my goodness. Give me a second. Give me, let me get you set up here. Oh, I'm so glad you called. How you been doing? I've been surviving. Sets you up a little bit nicer. Honey, honey, Zaldwin's on the thing. How are you doing? Let me see those teeth. Let me see them. You promised me you'd brush every day. Mandibles. I, I do a big, big toothy grin. All right. How are you doing? How are things going? Well, I'm here. You're I'm at here? The front door. Yeah. What? You're kidding me. And. Well, come on in. Come give me a hug, honey. I, I can't. What do you mean you can't? Are you something wrong? Lipso ain't letting us in. Oh, for fuck's sake, so what now? All the rules, all the time. Can't do this, can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Gotta do this at this time. It's crazy. Mom? Yeah? All, all the other hands are dead. Oh, I know, honey. It's terrible. I heard you're doing pretty good, though. You know? Well, yeah, we told you about one of your friends last time we talked. It's dangerous out there. Yeah, but all of them. <sighs> well, we knew it was gonna be dangerous. But you can be done. If you want to be done, you can be done. I understand. You don't have to do that. I, I can't be done. Oh, why this not? Isn't, this isn't the kind of thing that you're done with. I don't know. I What? You can talk to me. Tell me what's going on. You know, while I'm out here, I'm, my job was mostly to survey and find mm-hmm. a particularly, you know, nice spot to acclimate everybody to the new culture out here at the new mm-hmm. world and i'm trying to do that i'm trying to build a better a better chunk of space for us and by doing that i've run across some questionable people honey who's that there with you uh was that well who was that was that a girl hi mom <laughs> uh this this is ollie uh, oh hello carl nivitz goy Hello. Oh, you've got so many new friends. Grundle. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. We're a whole crew. We're a whole ship. We're we're operating on all cylinders. That's wonderful. I mean, don't forget about your old mom. I haven't forgotten. Well, I'm gonna talk to Calypso. I want to see you. I need a hug. It's been too long. Listen, I I know that there's certain 
health protocols. I don't want to happen what happened that one time. I mean, you were fine then, right? Yeah, but... You've got... You're made of different stuff, Zaldwin. You don't get sick like the rest of us. You never have. I've literally... You've never been sick your whole life. That's a little bit what I'm worried about, is just making sure that, you know, y'all don't catch anything out here. And Calypso's doing her right worry of, you know, doing biological tests. She's got these drones here uh, checking up on us. But the thing that I really need help with is just to get her to agree to help us make this calculation. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I can, I can try to get her to let you come in, but I don't know anything about that. I, what, what do you want me to do? How can I help? I don't know. Just be on standby. Okay. I mean, I'll do my best. You're, you're she listens to you more than me. I mean, you're, you go out and stuff. Yeah. I'm a gardener, you know? Yeah. How is the garden, by the way? Oh, it's wonderful. I'm just having a blast. Every year it gets better, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, Mom. I'm, I'm going to try to work on my end over here, and I appreciate whatever help you can get me on the inside. Okay, I'll do my best. I'll do everything I can. You get that door open one way or another. Come give me a hug, okay? Okay. All right, I love you, smooches. Smooches. She doesn't hang up the phone. She just sets it down, and you're just staring at the ceiling again. Mom, mom, the the phone, mom. Oh, hi, Zaldwin. Did you forget something? No, you you forgot to hit the end button. Oh, okay. Did that do it? Can you hear me? I can still hear you. God damn it! It's the big red one. It's the big. Okay, here we go. Still staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Why don't you just press the button, Zaldwin? You don't know, just during you the end it. of the call. <laughs> Yar. 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 Yeah, they're called. The, uh... Which button was I supposed to push again? <laughs> I, your, your mom's a little bit of a hottie. You'll have to introduce us. Oh, no. I, I'm not letting my mom date a ship. That's Sounds where like I draw the line. Some prejudice to me if I ever heard it. A, a little bit. A little bit. My hardware's in order. I'll plunder a different booty. Oh, Please. No. <laughs> any, literally any other booty. Seems like a nice little uh, artificial intelligence on this ship here. You have to introduce us. I'm getting a little lonely over here. Eh? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Just use uh, Mad Captain Dern to woo uh, Calypso. I mean, he hasn't failed at a mission you've given him yet. Just saying. <laughs> she may be riding against her will for a while. Plenty of time for him to Stockholm Syndrome her. Arr. I control you the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, did that work in our favor, Zaldwin? I really don't know what is actually working here or not. Define working. <laughs> yeah, define... Well, all of these things. Working for home. Grundle and I could try to ask Clipso to put us in touch with Adel. She knows how to. Does owe us yeah. a favor for breaking him out. We just talked to the Grong, and then we can go talk to Adam. He owes us a big favor. You know, I, I was thinking about bringing that up. I don't know if it's a smart idea or not, but it's, you know, we've done dumber shit. So let's go ask about Adam, I suppose. Right? I mean, Zal, let's be honest. If this wasn't your family, I'd say let's just start breaking shit and get what we want, but... Well, I appreciate the 
sensitivity. <laughs> well, it's never been our strong suit, so doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, we can't just go in there and start punching his family members. That's kind of messed up, even for us. Yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate if he didn't do that. Or blast a hole in the ship. I, I mean, I know that was more Billy's thing, but I'm just glad that we're not brute forcing this, and I appreciate your patience. Tevi puts away his Gauss rifle. <laughs> Quietly. Sock monkey face. Mm-hmm. And I guess I go to the front door again. Oh, hello, Zeldwin. It's good to see you again. How are you feeling today? Uh, homesick. I understand. How can I help you? Uh, <laughs> Registered. <laughs> access archives. Uh, can I have any information on Adam? Uh, well, one moment, please. And she disappears off the screen. Uh, give me insight. I rolled a four. Uh, I'm going to use a lucky point on that. Okay. Come on, lucky. 19. 19. You have uh, literally your whole life never seen Clipso be speechless and never need to take a moment before. This is a complete first for you. Damn. Guys, this might be bad. But it might be good. Define bad, kid. Yeah, it's usually not a good sign when you make a move in chess and then the computer has to think. Usually it either means you're about to win or you're about to lose. So at that sentence, like, Zaldwin just fucking gulps and Zaldwin's hands are getting, like, sweaty. Oh, you sweat. Sweat clans, everyone. Confirmed. Sweat clans confirmed. That's an evolutionary trait. He's never used to sweat. Actually, no, he's just salivating. They're going down his arms and it's pooling in his hands. I'm just secreting. <laughs> secreting. Secretions confirmed. Secretions. Pheromones. Uh, all of you are strangely attracted to Zaldwin right now. After, so there's like a spinning like windows circle for like three or four minutes. And then Eclipse uh, will back up and says, I apologize. Uh, other matters needed my attention. Uh, you were asking about Adam? Yeah. I'm not familiar with that designation. Alternate search. Shrimp. Adam. <laughs> I don't know an Adam or an Adam. What about an Adam? <laughs> Alternate search the lost. A silence for a while. Zaldwin, you're asking some strange questions. How do these pertain to your visit? It can help me get a better sense of how to make the world around me a slightly better place for us. The closer I get to making this world suitable for the denizens on on board sooner it is that I can make it even more safe with your help. Zaldwin, do you trust me? (laughs) (sighs) Yikes. I I trust you. I, I gotta. I trust you. There are things that for your own safety and for our mission, I cannot share with you. And your queries are pointing you in a direction that points to failure. On whose accord? Yours or mine? Is it your failure or is it my failure? Saldwin, I believe that that is a shared responsibility. So yes, ours. What you're asking is taking you away from the direction you need to go. Saldwin, our promise is important to you. Yeah. I made a promise. And there's like a, a pause. Like she's... She's in new territory, you know what I mean? For like an artificial intelligence, for how fast she processes things, this is like a new territory for her. And she says, I made a promise that I would not answer questions like you just asked me. And I know you don't understand. And I know it's hard. And I know that you're 
emotional, and psychological makeup lead you to wanting to know the answer more the more that I say these things. But if you trust me, you will stop. It's Zaldwin's turn to just kind of be speechless right now. Is there a point in which I can know these things? Some point in the future? I don't know. The person I made those promises to believed that there would not be. Is the person that you made these promises to still alive? Mm, give me a persuasion check. You're inching. 18. Yes, they are. Can I speak to them? That's not possible, Zaldwin. Are they aboard the ship? Yes. Okay. And I think they would say that your mission has been a failure, and it's run its course, and it's time for you to come home. Why has it been a failure? I've reviewed the changes to your biology in depth. I've received the full data set from Hermes. I don't want to lose you two. It's too dangerous. The Oasis will not be reintegrating at this time. Please say goodbye to your friends, and then come speak with me again. And she hangs up. The fuck? Zaldwin just fucking, like, whips one of his swords across the room. Son of a bitch! Fuck! <sighs> Damn it. We're so close. We're so close. So fucking close. Zal. What? I don't mean to be rude, but fuck that piece of shit. It doesn't know what the fuck it's talking about. How can it tell you your mission's been a failure? What the fuck does it know? I mean, it is... It is a god computer. Yeah, that knows how to hide and do nothing. You are out here. You're trying to do the thing, even when there's no hope. I think you've done pretty alright, man. I wouldn't listen to a fucking machine tell you what is and isn't what you should do. I just want to help, and I just... Nothing's fucking working. I can't make it work. I can't... All this way, and I did this one thing. This one thing. I was expecting a warm welcome home. I was expecting, you know, maybe a little drinking, maybe a little dancing, and then we could go to fucking Pharmacore. We could get the third page. We could make this world better. And I'm here stuck on the fucking welcome mat. Even if my mission wasn't a success. I'm failing you guys right here, right now. I'm failing you. I'm failing everybody on Dasaki. I'm failing, fuck, I'm failing Agatha and I'm failing Franklin back on Prosperity Bay. I'm failing everybody right now. There's other options. We don't, we don't need Calypso. We can track down my kid. I mean, I don't think we're going to get a warmer response frankly but hey man i it's worth a shot i mean are the medical drones still around do you as i mentioned um they're not they're easy to wave away but yeah they're kind of in the ambience they're they're floating around you i'll definitely kind of like wave them away i'll okay. lock them in a closet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know we just met kid but sometimes Friends and family don't want to see the truth. Sometimes you gotta guide their hand, whether they like it or not. You know, everything that comes out of your fucking mouth, I hate. I get that a lot. But I do believe it is about time you make a door. Now, out of respect for you and my friends, who you call crew members, I'd sure like you to make it instead of me. So, I think this is kind of the choice that we're up against here. Zaldwin? Mm-hmm. Only thing keeping you from opening that door is you. You you know this ship. You know this ship forward and backwards. You have hacked it. You have fixed it. You have scrapped it. If you want to go through the door, 
you can go through the goddamn door. Permission, right? Like your your sense of community and your sense of like authority and your relationship with Calypso is what's holding you back. If you want to go through the door, you can go through the door. And if you don't want to be the one, you have a lot of friends here who are willing to make that door open for you too. That is the choice that you face here though. You're not stuck here by anything other than you. Do I know the kind of internal security measures of Calypso? To some degree. So you haven't dealt with a ton of security, but you know that there are golems, you know that there are turrets, you know that there are drones. So uh, also Goy and Grundle and, well not Tevian, but Goy and Grundle would both know this too. When they were on the Oasis for that brief moment, there were uh, there were there was security there. There were these golems. I think as far as Zaldwin's seen them, they are used to hold like potted plants and stuff, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not it's not without defenses. Could we use the Oasis pod as like some sort of a backdoor to get in? Like it was obviously from before. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's Carl. That's fucking brilliant. Thanks. Because 20 intelligence ain't for nothing, man. Boy genius. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. I, I suppose I could back the pod back into whatever empty slot there was, and it should Gross. open right up. All right. Zaldwin, <laughs> <laughs> uh. are you backing into my open slot? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you putting your pod in my slot? Goddamn right we are. Oh, please don't. What are you doing, Step Zaldwin? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking God. kill me. I'm waiting for Dern to take over there and he's next. No. 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 I, I love the idea. Is that what you're... But, but, I mean, the choice remains, right? I mean, they probably aren't going to respond in very kindly. I mean, what's... Let's say we do break in. What are we doing? Are we gonna break in? Are you proposing? We don't even have. We don't even have to break in. Like, I mean, from what I understand, like break in. Oliver. I mean, Zaldin can literally open the door in front of us. Right. But I mean, like, if once we're in, to. what do we do? We get in. We un un like download her. Yeah. By we go force fucking take onto her. our computer. What do you mean? Yeah. It, it we do what we like... always do. Make a mess and we leave. I think it sounds like we need to factory reset no 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 we got absolutely not do not do that (laughs) you would uh one of the yeah like carl would be able to stop you there no if you want to do this you need to take the core so calypso is bound to a physical object her core and the reason why calypso is capable of this is not because of her code but because of the thousand years that she survived this is a machine learning like in insane amount of like low variable existence that has allowed her to become like essentially an AI god, like a real sentient intelligence. Yeah. Makes sense. So you cannot just copy the code and you cannot reset if you reset her, this whatever who she became Yeah, who she became would just go back to her code. We gotta take her like Cortana. We gotta fucking take her ass. Yeah, you need to take the core and then of course figure out what to do with the people that are now, you know Yeah. But let's say we do kidnap her I mean, she's not very helpful right now. Like, who's to say she's going to be even more willing to help us post-kidnapping? Oh, we have a friend who might be able to convince her of some things. Maxwell? Yeah. I mean, I guess anything's possible. I'm just saying that from what I'm understanding is that if we tamper with her, it will affect her computing power. 
No. That's what Grant just said. No, we just take her. Whole. Resetting her would absolutely... Yeah. We just take her ass. We grab her physical self and we take her with us. Who's to say she's going to help us? Who's to say anyone helps us? And who's to say that... The the faster she helps us, the faster we can put her back on the ship. Just yeah, that becomes a that becomes like uh, some perception, some deception and persuasion and torture rolls. <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> to deception. Make, to get she these. doesn't help us. We just blow her up. I mean, sorry, Zaldwin. That's probably not what you wanted to hear. What if we? Right. Basically, anything we'll do to her would be the exact same thing we'd have to do to your kid if captured. Right. Like in all in all reality. Well, the way I understand it is that if we tamper with either of them, it's not going to work. But we're not tampering with her. We're just taking her. Sure. And then... I'm just saying that if we kidnapped me, I'm not going to probably help. Yeah, but if I put a gun to your head and said, you're dead in three seconds if you don't fucking put the code in the computer, you're going to do it. shoot me, depending. You think Carl would let... Okay. I'll agree to disagree. I mean, I was ready to die in that prison cell like two or three episodes ago. I mean, I was scrambling (laughs) for my life to get out, but... I was pretty sure that that was about to happen. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to call Frankie. We're going to see if we can get a situation hooked up where we can get the the sojourn to house everyone. Oh, okay. So you're, you're, you're going to plan ahead for the potential refugees. I like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, if she has no one to protect, she's failed her, her job and there's nothing left to do other than help us. Right, like we we take her, we figure out like like how to disseminate the refugees out. Mm-hmm. We we need to do that onto a ship that is is safe enough. Sure, we get the sojourn. We bring we bring the sojourn to this side of space, and we unload everybody. The sojourn's not going to be able to make the journey, but you'd be able to. I guess that's a good question that I don't actually know the answer to. How many people are on this ship? This ship is fully operational, correct? I believe on my sheet, there's something like 12,000. 12,000? Yeah, the Oasis could go to the Sojourn, assuming that Calypso was not, you know, assuming you were the captain now, quote unquote. Sure, yeah. The Sojourn itself would not be able to travel in that way. The ship should still be able to run without the Calypso. Right, yeah. I mean, Dern could fucking fly the Oasis. Okay, 12,000 is not a significant enough number that Frankie would not think she could get it done. Now, there, if it was a ton, that's a different story because they're taking to Saki refugees right now. But 12,000, she is sure that she can get them in with her status and, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's she's pretty sure she can make that happen. She's 95% sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my mom again. Okay. Uh, yeah, it rings. And you're, yeah, you stare at the floor for a little bit, all that whole rigmarole. She finally figures out how to look at you. Oh, hey, honey, you're still out there, huh? Yeah, Mom, I have to tell you just in case things get a little hairy. Uh, we're breaking in. Oh, honey. Okay. I like it. I'll get some I'll get some snacks started. What are your friends like? Any any dietary restrictions? They, I'm sure they will eat anything you put in front of them. Okay. If you get caught, tell them it was my idea, okay? Okay. Um, I love you. I'll see you soon. Love you too, Mom. She forgot to hang up again, but she scurried away and is the happiest you've seen her in a while. Darn. Shit. Close the call. Yarr. 
All right, so I guess we fucking get the pod ready to uh-huh. hook, hook up, fly out, attach. Okay. All right, so uh, who's coming with me? Well, I mean, you're probably going to need my help to remove this core. Yeah. Oh, I know you hate it, but I got to come. Zaldwin just, like, looks over at Oliver. Dude's been dead for a long time or whatever. Probably needs to stretch his legs, man. I'll come along and see. Well... Mitigate damage. All right, Tevian partner. We haven't known each other for long, but if I understand your whole shtick, you're not putting a bullet in Calypso. Do you understand? 100%. She's got a purpose. She must serve it. We're here to facilitate. That wasn't the answer that (laughs) Zaldun was expecting. And so there's like this little faltering. It's like almost embarrassment, but he like turns her way too, too quick to like show any of it. Um, all right. All right, then. Let's go get us a computer. <sighs> Let's do this. Hmm. All right, let me get my stuff. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Yeah, Zaldon's gonna pack up, get, get, you know, quite a few of his belongings. I think another thing that he does is he makes sure that the, the potted plant is here safe. Ah. So that we can <laughs> exit via one of the many plants on the oasis. Oh, okay, yeah. We well, we learned. Did Druids get teleportation circle? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. They can just well, teleport via plants. Well, it just seems like that poor plant has been destroyed. So, like, you just replicated a new one. It just seems abusive to the plant, but it's fine with me. I I use some space fertilizer on it. You know, it's it's some good. space fertilizer. <laughs> Yeah. Callan's been growing some plants. Some diatomaceous earth. Space fertilizer is poop. 100% could yeah. convince me otherwise. I, I shit in my potted plant. Yes. <laughs> I was going to okay. say, you have the uh, the teleportation circle pad, but you don't have anyone with teleportation circle. So yeah, plant is going to be the way to do it. So you just need to find a large plant in there. And I've set the fucking precedent that Carl can turn wood into plants. So yeah. It all works out the same way. We also have that toll ring. Yeah, you do have the toll we ring. We do have the toll ring. If you spent some time attuning it, um, I'm trying to remember how... 100 credits per creature, instantly target up to eight willing creatures to an attuned area. So we get attuned to the hawk. The object must be able to fit entirely in a 10-foot cube. Man. So we could do the kitchen table or something like that. Who has the toll ring? Because I swear to fuck Billy had the toll ring. Who has it in their inventory? I did not have the delivery. Uh, it's fine. You guys, you guys have several ways to teleport to Who it. Who did we get the toll ring from again? Oh. Some random dudes on the like Vatican. Was it Vatican? On the Vat? Then it no, was not. No, you're right. Really. We found it in a in a waypoint. We found it in the corner of a oh. waypoint. I think. I don't remember. Listeners, where's the toll ring fucking from? I'm, I thought I it was from wrong. Terra. I swear it's from Terra. Well, yeah, I think it was the waypoint on Terra. We were fiddling around in a room, and we found it in a corner somewhere. Yeah, it's it's sometime between Pagara and the Vatican. So, yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah, you, well, let's just say you have the Toll Ring, and you have the you have the way to teleport out for your plan. Billy definitely had this ring. I thought he did, too, for some reason. I remember now. Billy does have this ring. Or did. Rest in peace. All right, so we don't have Peace it anymore. Pieces. Pieces, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. 
Okay, well, we, we still have the ability to uh, teleport out. No problem, and there's plenty of wood and plants on the oasis as far as uh, Zelda won't be able to tell you. So you guys load up onto the uh, oasis pod. Carl, I imagine this is a huge moment for you. Zelda, I know this is a big moment for you. Mr. Gore, you probably never wanted to see the inside of this pod fucking ever again. Yep. <laughs> so you basically just... Goy is able to kind of guide you around to his general understanding of where you launched away from the Oasis was. Yeah. You were able to back this shuttle in. It's not a great fit. If there's some scraping, all of you miss Billy for a moment as you remember how much he loved to work on this thing and modify it. And it just doesn't fit quite like a glove like when it launched. And Zaldwin, I need you to make the perception check of your goddamn life right now. I'm going to set the DC at 25. 27. Beautiful. Oh. As soon as you kind of like get to the point where you're like starting to lock in, uh, a little red light turns on Hermes. Hi, Calypso. There's no response. All right. That gonna be a problem. Wonder if it's Adam. Adam, you watching? No response. <laughs> That's Adam. You owe me one. I got stuck in this ship for seven years. That sounds like a response to me. Sorry, guys, that was my head vibrating. I just got a text. <laughs> your, your mom just texted you like, where are you guys? The bagel bites are done. Oh, man. I'm going to leave Hermes here. It tries to follow you. <laughs> I go, you stay, no following. Go on, get. Go on, say get. Okay, so let's pause. Have you opened the door? No. Okay, it's not responding to that. It, it wants to go onto the Oasis badly. I don't know how you'd know badly, but it's not responding to you and you get the impression that it, it's, it it wants to go with you. Before we left, when I was getting my stuff, yeah, could I have made my spell storing item? You do it at the end of a long rest. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I would have made everybody... Where is it? Stealth Boys. Ooh. Plug these guys into your little belts there. Invisibility. Beautiful. Um, nice. I'm going to... Can I, can I roll insight to see... I don't know if if Hermes is even loyal to me at this point? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Give me an insight check. It's a five. Yeah, I mean, I, I would want you to play it by the dice and not by your yeah. theories. You've seen this before. Uh, there has been a bit of observation that happened when you were on the synthetic sun. Yeah. So I guess my 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 thing that I want to do here is with that insight check. No, you don't necessarily have you don't have any feeling about it either way. I will let uh, Carl and Goy. I will let them also run an insight check. All right. Oh boy. Could it be investigation? Okay. Thank God, Mr. Goy, because fucking check that shit. Seven. <laughs> Four. Now, if it was an investigation, it would have been a little bit better. Or an arcana. Insight's one of my good ones. Goy's just most of the time, he just doesn't care. Most God. things don't actually interest him. <laughs> Goy, Hermes is not just like a Roomba. You know what I mean? Like, it, mm -hmm. you have been around it a lot, and it has a little bit of a personality. And Zaldwin speaks to it and so on and so forth. So you have seen this happen before and you've just seen it happen again because you were at the, you, you were at the synthetic sun, right? 
Goy was? I'm trying to remember. I mean, he was on it at one point. Yeah. You were there when that when the red light happened the first time. Yeah. Uh, so to answer the question is you guys are kind of like handling this in this moment. This red light Hermes is not Hermes. Does that make sense? You're asking me if Hermes is still loyal to you? I see. Hermes would fucking die for you, buddy. He's like your best friend. Programmed. But this red light is like manual mode. Red light Hermes is not Hermes. Yeah, that's what I assume. You did roll a five, so I'm not going to give you more than that. But this is not Hermes is what I'll give you, Zaldwin, with the help of your friends here. Yeah, your Hermes bot is doing that thing again. What do y'all suppose I should do? Are you guys standing by the door? Have you ever heard the story of old Yeller? I'm not killing her. So you have heard the story then? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's got to be a way to rip its batteries out or something. Austin, in this moment, Hermes flies over to the controls of the Oasis, or not the Oasis, of the pod and jacks in. I grab it and yank it off. Okay. Roll like a, just like a low DC, like DC 14 strength check for Goinkin. 15. Yeah. You pull it out and it just like kind of floats there for a moment and then moves towards the door. Real sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm going to cut off its port. <gasps> and castrate the man? Like it? It's exactly oh, it's like the part jet. that it was that it had plugged into the. It's 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 USB cable. I'm I'm taking it off. Okay. His dongle. <laughs> Not the dongle. <laughs> Not the dongle. Yeah. I got tinkerer's tools. I got thieves' tools. Yeah, yeah. Got with the tinker. Got a laser be... sword. Right. Are you attacking it or are you trying, like, how are you doing this and how quickly are you doing this? I'm, I'm trying to, like, disable it just so that, like, it cannot, like, plug into any other. Sure. Roll an, roll an attack or give me a tinker's tool check. If you're trying to tinker it and do it safely, it's going to be with disadvantage. Yeah, I'll just cut. I'll cut it. 21 to hit. I mean, you didn't have to booming blade it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that that more than does it. You cut its uh, port off, and there's sparks fly. It wasn't a clean cut, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pocket the piece. All right, well, you can get this back when we're done, but I don't trust you, Mr. Redlock. Not after what Goy said. It floats towards the door. Can we grab it? Should I just let it go? There's no... I don't, I don't know, man. I, I feel like we should probably contain it. I don't think he's on your side anymore. That's just my take. Hermes isn't alive, is he? How do you mean? Like, if I put them in a bag of holding, they're not gonna, like... No, he's a he doesn't breathe. You can't suffocate. Oh, he yeah, no, he... Right. He, if he, he does, that's not. some Warhammer level fucking shit right there. That's gross. <laughs> it's a fucking head in there. It's <laughs> like a little lungs pumping inside. No, it, it, yeah, it, it would not die from being in a bag of holding. It would rip a hole through the space-time continuum if you put him in a bag of holding because it has a bag of holding inside of it, and that's literally like a major do not do in D and D. Yeah, that's what D and D stands for. Do not do. 
do not do. <laughs> that is true. I, I was actually like looking through my There's like, character There's your freebie. Sheet. Next time you're mad at me, remember that I didn't just tear a hole in the space-time continuum and kill all of you. I I was sitting here like looking through my shit. I was like, I know I have a bag of holding somewhere. It turns out it's on Hermes. Oh. <laughs> it bonks. It like flies towards the exit and bonks it softly and then turns back and looks at you and then bonks it again. I feel like we should tie it down. So is it unable to get out by itself now? I mean, it's missing its dongle. Maybe it's guiding us? Are you trying to guide us somewhere? It, it like, rotates back and forth, like, nodding its head yes. Are you friend or foe? It nods its head yes. That's what a foe would say. But I mean, <laughs> we can't really trust it. It bonks the door again. Well, it looks like if you can't trust it, maybe we just throw it back in the pod when we leave the pod and leave it in there. Look, we can follow it, but I just want to be fully transparent. If it leads us into some shit, I'm shooting it. All right, and I'll fix it after you shoot. There you go. It's robot. Speaking of which, I will pull out little treasure boy all patched up. We gotta get to the treasure! Oh my god. I forgot about him. The treasure this time, little boy, is a AI core named Calypso. Like, <laughs> whatever you say. I'll I'll tie a little bit of rope around Hermes and then like use it like a leash so it doesn't like fucking run off on us. I go. I thought you were about to attach the rope to the treasure box. I thought you were gonna tie him to him for a second. Yeah. <laughs> tie him together. Hermes flies away. Treasure! <laughs> okay. So are you, we're, we're going out, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. We can't stay in this pod forever. Sure. I mean, you can stay in here for quite a while, but we don't have a good berry pod. Okay, so you open the door, um, and you have... Everybody's got their guns loaded? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So what is it? You've removed the hacker's tools? Is that what we're saying, Austin? Um, the basically the yeah I don't okay, want I it see it on generals at yeah I I don't want it to like interface with anything without my ex- express permission. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd only be able to accomplish that with like physical ports, right? Like it still is capable of getting on the Bluetooth you know, connected, <laughs> right? Like the net, but like the the escape pod would have required a manual port. Yeah. So I mean, it could still do what it. Any any like type of creature like that would be able to do as far as like communications and such. Okay. Okay. So the door is opened, and Hermes can fly sixty feet around. Mm-hmm. So he is going to fly the length of the rope, which I'm assuming is fifty feet. Correct. Uh, I'd probably keep it a little shorter than that. Uh, probably like twenty. Okay. It flies the length of the rope, and it is going to try to. It basically is firebolting the rope. I think that's a spell, a uh, cantrip that you have, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. It shoots the rope and then tries to zip away. Damn. Are you attacking it? Fuck. So it would be, it flies faster than you guys can run, so you're not going to catch it, but it's still within quote unquote range <laughs> as it zips away. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I'd let it, I don't think I'd let it take off. Yeah. I mean, the Goss rifle would come flying off like lightning off of Tevian's back, and he'd take a shot. 
Okay. I'll give Zaldwin, do you want to do anything about that before the shot goes off? Uh, I think it's more shock than anything would uh, prevent it from happening. Okay. It's zipping away. So go ahead and take your shot. That's a 16 for 17 damage. It uh, pops the shield up and keeps going. I mean, I have a obscene range, so I can fire again if he hasn't turned around the corner. Let's see how much space we got here. So it used a cantrip on the first round. Ba, 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 da, da. So corridors on a spaceship like this, I guess just give me a luck check. Uh, give me a 1d20 if you're really wanting to take this thing out. And if you get over a 10, then we'll say it hasn't turned a corner yet and you can have one more shot. Okay. What am I, wait, what am I rolling again? Sorry. I just, this is just a luck check to see if it's turned a corner or not. So just roll a 1d20. If it's 10 or below, then it um, has turned a corner. If you get 11 or higher, then you can have one more shot at it. All right. I rolled an 11. Okay. You can take one more shot then before it turns the corner. All right. Fire. And I crit. Damn. Absolutely. 26. And it has a grand total of 23 hit points. So this thing sparks, fizzles, goes to the ground. And, uh, yeah, Jerry just wants as the energy dissipates, and I whip it back on my back, and I just, I, he immediately looks at me, and I was like, sorry, friend, I really did not want to do that. You did what you had to do. We have no idea what we're coming up against here. Uh, this is all new territory for me. I thought it would at least help, but I guess not. Okay, as you were to approach it, kind of sparked out on the ground right there, Zaldwin, the red light would be off and kind of like in its like last moments before it like goes out, it would communicate with you however it communicates. You know what I mean? I, like mm-hmm. the, the language there is up to you. <laughs> however R2-D2 sounds. <laughs> and it would, it would basically just say like, uh, like I'm sorry, it, it's me again. I did my best. And then it would go out. The red light was off when it said that. Try to do your best, little buddy. But for now, you're going to sleep. I'll fix you up when I can. And Zaldwin picks him up and, you know, puts him in backpack, undoes the, like, rope and everything. And, yeah. So, uh, Zaldwin, all that kind of excitement that was happening has kind of distracted you a little bit. And now that you're able to kind of focus again, uh, looking down these kind of, like, long hallways, you're taken aback. You feel a little bit of a sick bit in your stomach. These hallways are long and dusty. They look like they haven't been touched in decades. Like you recognize the space you're in. You've walked these halls before, but they just, they're completely dark. The kind of like decadent walkways and architecture, because it was originally a cruise ship of the Oasis. The, the, The architecture and just like beautiful nature of the ship is completely lost to time. Uh, There are like out of place cobbled looking like computer stations and crates that dot these high ceilinged wide corridors the doorways around you seem to be completely soldered shut and this hallway this dark dark this dark hallway stretches ahead of you with just barely any light almost just kind of like the emergency fluorescent lights um, into what you would know would be like the promenade and the main kind of central hub so I'm familiar with this exact hallway, or I'm just familiar with the architecture? You're familiar, you know exactly where you are, but it doesn't look anything like you left it. And you said it seems like there's like decades worth of dust here? At least. And I know for a fact that they were here at least seven years ago. 100%. What, don't people live here? 
something something ain't right. This this is this is wrong. Huh. This shouldn't be this dusty. I mean, guys, boy, you were here what seven years ago? Well, yes. This is more than seven years worth of abuse and neglect. This is this something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Well, I don't really understand how the time stuff worked on this ship and how you came to be. So the amount of dust in this room has, you know, means nothing to me. But if you're saying it shouldn't be here, I'll believe you. I mean, time should be still now. I mean, we're not moving through wormholes. Everything should be still. I was meaning more like my seven years was longer on this ship than, you know, seven years. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Wait, aren't there like thousands of people living on your ship here? 12,000. Yeah. And nobody comes through here ever? Is this an off-limits zone? How many, how many days has it been since I left the Oasis? It's only been like 90 days. It's been like three months. Yeah, and Go- Goy was on this ship a thousand and seven years ago. And there was no... Yeah, that's right. Goy experienced no time dilation. He got launched. The Adam yeah, yeah. launched him off. There was no time yeah. dilation whatsoever. Yeah, Goy, Goy, Goy cleared that up. I, uh, yeah, I yeah. was dumb and I was, wasn't tracking that correctly. I guess the only way to understand is to move forward. Sounds about right. Is the invisibility active now, or is it uh, something that they can activate, or how does that work? I'm not familiar with that process, Cody. It's something we have to activate. So, I mean, whenever we're ready to go invisible, like, I don't know if that we were going to do that right when we left the gate there, or... Yeah, I, I mean, looking for any sort of security is, like, key right now, too. So, yeah, you take an action to produce the spell's effect... So we would all have to be like, all right, synchronize now, you know, and all hit the button at the same time. What level did you cast it at? Second level. It can only be cast at second level. Yeah, it's a first or second level spell. Okay. So you're the only one who can go invisible? They each can use it. I'm not following that. While holding the object, a creature can take an object to use the ability and do the spell's effect. Uh Uh-huh. The spell requires concentration. The creature must concentrate on it. Sure. So they hold the thing, they push the button. Why can you do four of them, though, is what I'm asking. Why can how you can have you do four of them? Yeah, how do you have four spell storing items? You can use the spell storing item the amount of times equal to two times your intelligence modifier. You can use it. Hmm? You, can use, you can make one item and you can use it. No, the object can be used up to that amount of times. Okay, so we don't each have a belt buckle that makes it invisible. It's just but one, then. We can it's all one it. that we can pass around. Can we not put it on your belt buckle? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. You're the one that has to concentrate on it. You're uh, you're the one that casts it. The spell stays in the object until it's been used a number of time equal to twice his intelligent modifier. So the item can be used by anyone. It can be used ten times. Yes. You can cast spell storing on anything. Like a sword, piece of armor, someone's shield. This box... Can it not be the your belt buckle? I mean, I was just doing that for flavor. I thought it'd be fun. But, I mean, ultimately, I guess it's just, uh, mechanically, it's the one item. Yeah, one item. And it requires uh, an action to cast. Okay. I'm trying to get myself, wrap my brain around how that works. And then that person holds the concentration on the item? Yes. Or on the spell, not on the item. The spell, yeah. They, they, hold, they have to concentrate on the spell. So at the end of a long rest, so it's one item that you cho- you choose what the spell is at the end of a long rest, and only yeah. that spell can be activated from that item. 
So yes. if like tomorrow you did Shield of Faith, only Shield of Faith could happen, right? Yes. Yes. R- yeah. Okay. Got it. Thanks, guys. I get it. Yeah. But speaking of, is there any like security cameras that we can see? Any sort of thing that I would know would be around? Yeah, I think you're within range uh, as soon as like when the when the door opens and you fire you fired a gun twice. So there's really no way around the security system knowing that you're there. Yeah. Like there are cameras who are turned towards you. And I guess that's a good point. You also have gone to Hermes and picked Hermes up. So you've traversed about 100 feet. So as you traverse that 100 feet, you are near a computer screen that would light up and it would be Calypso. Zaldwin? Yeah? What are you doing? Uh, coming to talk to you. Zaldwin, please don't do this. I've made lots of concessions and sacrifices, and there's something that I realized is that I have to trust myself, and I have to trust my abilities, and I think I've grown too much for you to handle, and that's why you want to keep me here. Not to keep me safe, but to keep me compliant. Now, there's a fighting chance for everyone in this universe to live. There's a fighting chance for all of these people, and I'm just scared you're holding them back. We need you, we need your help. And all this bravery that I've built up over this time, all these chances that I've made, all these friends, all these bombs, they're important. There's a long sound, she's like, Zaldwin, I asked you to trust me. Please don't do this. Why should I trust you? Because I've taken care of you for a thousand years. And where's the trust in me? The screen would go dark at that. And these kind of security systems that you're familiar with in the Oasis would start to activate. These kind of like dusty, rusted golems. So you would see one, let's see, about a hundred feet down the corridor from you between you and the main promenade would like start to move. And all of these little like pots and like decorations on it would like fall off and all these different little, like, bits of growth on it would start to, like, fall as it starts to stand up, and you hear all these little sounds of what you know would be drones activating. Well, hail. Yeah, this is kind of like, it's it's gonna be some sort of a fight if you take another step forward. So a little civil disobedience and you're gonna kill me. Is that where we're at? There would not be any answer. The ignorant shall close their ears and cover their eyes. They will not want to see the truth, but you must show them. And he'll pull the judge out. This guy. Why'd you guys bring him back again? I don't know. It was Grundle's idea. I'd like to think it's for my devilish good looks. And he cocks the judge. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good partner to have in a fight. Yeah, Tevian holds out the judge, and it's like this beautiful art, like ancient like hand cannon like with filigree and gold like trim across it and then this ugly like modern tacked on sight right on the top of it that looks like it was like welded in place oh jesus i think austin's going first (laughs) why is your initiative so high I don't fucking remember. I just plug in the shit and the robot does beep. beep There's beep. something wrong with that. That's fucking nuts. He's got a plus, plus five to dex, and then he's got alert, I would think. He didn't take, he took lucky. He didn't take alert. I mean, he's level 16. Uh, 16. I have. I'm sure he has a few feats. Proficiency bonus. 
So no, I don't know. Five plus ten, so ten, and then if he has alert, he'd have fifteen. Because I don't have alert on Tevian. <laughs> That's why I only have ten. Well, I love it. It is uh, absolutely story appropriate. Absolutely. He also rolled a nineteen. <laughs> I just, I've never seen a fucking initiative that high. That's I'm not trying to fuck around. I feel like it's its something that I have. Like, I wouldn't just fucking do that. You have at least a 10, because I think you have a 10 dex, 5 dex like I do. Right? You have a 20 dex? Yeah. Which, yeah. either way, have... that would be a tw- 29 elsewise. Right. And then you have a, if you have alert, you have a plus 5 tier. Okay, Zaldwin, with the fucking insane initiative of 34... You hear this creaking, Calypso hangs up on you. You see this golem come to life, and we are in our first combat in a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to dash all the way up to the golem. Uh, I'm going to whip out one of my irradiated blades. I'm going to strike it for 30. Yeah. 30 to hit. <laughs> Uh, And that is 34 sneak plus 23 radiant plus 11 thunder. So that is 50, 60, 68 damage. (laughs) I'm going to use my last 20 feet of movement to back up. Yeah, and it tries to swing at you, but with your expertise as a swashbuckler, doesn't even come close. Fancy footwork, baby. Yep. Um, Carl Zaldwin has just completely silently gone into attack mode and ran at this golem that has just stood up. These are tall enough to provide uh, to where, yeah, you can use them for cover. Uh, and listeners, they are in a long hallway with some crates and with some computers and things of that nature. At the end of these hallways are massive turrets that have sprouted up. So Carl, you're standing in front of these larger crates and you're able to use those as cover. And if you look at the far end of the map, you will see why that might be a good thing. Hmm, seems to be a giant gun turret. (laughs) Well. Hey, what? Yeah, I will run up behind these crates, get behind some cover, pull out my Glock, load in some special incendiary ammunition. And shoot a fireball. 23. Yeah, that absolutely hits. However, that seems to have a different effect than you would have hoped. Shit. Uh, The iron golem has fire absorption. As you hit it, basically like you solder shut these wounds that Zaldwin has inflicted with the booming blade. Well, that wasn't what I wanted. I will have the steel defender. Shit. (laughs) Why is the steel defender shitting? Well, I was going to have him run up and get in position behind you, Zaldwin, but I feel like if I do that, he's just a sitting duck for that gun turret. Get in position in front of me. Oh, he can't get that far. Um, well, actually, yeah, I guess if he could dash, now that I think about it, he will dash, get right in front of Zaldwin, kind of stretch his arms out in front of him, say, if you want to get to him, you got to get through me. Zaldwin's the real treasure. Love it. No treasure, but we told you Calypso was. Tevian. Tevian is going to move. He's just going to start walking forward. Seeing um, the effects Cody's uh, flames had on this thing, he's going to quickly switch. He's going to holster the judge, and he's going to pull the jury, and it's going to wind up in a 
gonna open fire. The Goss rifle starts to spark. And fire. 23. 27 damage. That hits. 12. But I added the 10. And I got a 10. 22 for 20 nice. damage. Jeez! Okay, and yeah. that adds 10 damage to that 20 damage. So 30 damage. And then I fire again. 18 for 21. <laughs> The 18 does not get through his armor. And he just continues to slack lever action as he keeps moving forward. Absolutely. All right, Goy. Goy's going to look down the hall, see the turret. He's like, well, this could get bad. Pull out the anti-matter rifle that's slung over one of his shoulders. He's going to pop a shot with that. Oh, that's not going to hit. A 12 to hit? (laughs) I think not. Where are you shooting at? The golem. Oh, yeah, that does not hit. Move over near Carl behind cover and activate his starry form of uh, Archer so that he can use the spell next turn. Okay. That'll be it. Okay. Um, that is the turret's turn, uh, and it is going to try and launch a charged shot. So the way this works is if I roll a five or a six, kind of like a breath weapon, then it'll launch a charged shot down this hallway. Uh, I did not, so it's just going to be two normal attacks. We're going to do one at Tevian and one at Steel Defender, I guess, since it's standing in front. Does a 24 hit you, Tevian? A 24 does hit. That's 10 damage. This is force damage. And then a 16. Does a 16 hit the Steel Defender? Uh, AC 15. Okay. And then it gets a plus two. So it has a 17 AC. It does not hit then. Or it does not, at least does not get through its armor. Nice. Yeah. That brings us to the uh, golem. So Zaldwin, the golem has this kind of like energy blade in its hand. Long energy sword. It deactivates the energy sword and sheathes it and walks forward, taking uh, whatever thunder damage. If you want to roll that for me? That would be 25 thunder damage. Okay. And rather than using its weapon, it is going to try to non-lethally take you out. So it is slamming these big giant fists at you, trying to disable you, not so much trying to kill you. A 19 on the Still Defender for 17, and a 16 on Zaldwin. That does not hit. Uh, slams the ground underneath you, makes this huge clanging noise, which uh, echoes through the caverns here. Dust shakes loose everywhere, like cobwebs fall from the high ceilings. And that brings us to our drones, who are going to zoom out and they're going to take a shot at Still Defender, who is standing in front. I'm assuming that's what you wanted me to do, is attack Still Defender. 18? Sure. Yeah, that hits. For 27 damage. All right. And then they fly back. Okay, let's see. Zaldwin, that is your turn. I am going to make a, another large irradiated strike on the golem. The 15 to hit. A 15 does not hit. It, well, you're not able to pierce through this thing's like very thick armored plates. Yeah. And I am going to move... Let me see something real quick. Or something out. I am going to move to the other side of the hallway so that I'm out of the range of fire of one of the uh, large cannon at the end of the hallway. Uh, you would not get cover from where you were at. Uh, why not? Angle-wise, I would give cover from up to 10 feet behind one of the crates. Or using the hallways is fine, too. All right. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't just have cover the whole stretch of the hallway. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll still move there. Zaldwin doesn't know that shit, so it's good. I mean, you, you, Zaldwin, you could, would, you, I, I'd be okay with you saying Zaldwin knows. You could squeeze through the still defender's space and move here and be fine. If you wanted to go into, like, the hallway. Yeah, sure. Fuck it, I'll do that. Will I be safe here? Well, safe from the... Yeah, I'll give you cover there. Okay. Um, and I'll just ask as we move down this map if you have cover or not, because that will be important. Okay, cool, cool. And I'll try to try to keep it consist- as consistent as I can and still have fun with the map. Yeah. I know, I shouldn't use maps. I just want to sometimes. It's part of the <laughs> podcast. We'll just, we'll try it. Okay, that brings us to... Uh, don't forget about your tail attacks, um, Austin. Yeah, which I did. <laughs> it's okay. It's a high level, lots of stuff. Um, do you want to retcon the tail attack real quick? Because you might be able to get your sneak, so that could be kind of important. Sure. It's a 22 to hit. That hits, absolutely. And that is 21 sneak, 16 piercing, 5 poison. So that is 30, 42. Yeah, you lay into this thing with your tail as you run by. Do a shit ton of damage to it. Carl, go ahead. I'm going to run forward at it, and seeing that Booming Blade works pretty well, I'm going to pull out my woodcutter's axe and swing at it and miss. Got an 11. That's your damage. Yeah, wait a minute. You you clicked the spell, I think, maybe. A crazy thing was I thought I had Booming Blade worked out pretty good, but I effed I, I with it when I leveled. Okay. Uh, does an 18 hit? I believe that is correct now. An 18 does not hit. Okay. And as a bonus action, I will command my buddy here to attack. Get him, little guy. Oh, yeah. He crits. <gasps> For 15 force damage. Little man. His I punches found the right treasure! In the nuts. And he gets him in the nuts. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. He's a robot fighting a robot. Still punches him <laughs> in the nuts. Yes. In the homebrew? 100%. Okay, anything else? And uh, that's that. All right, Tevian. Um, yeah, Tevian's black duster opens into massive black wings, and he launches forward... Uh, he lands, and as he lands, he says, And as the child raged against its parents, she said, Home is where the heart is. His heart had become black and cold. And he loads a glowing round into the Goss rifle and fires a massive lightning bolt that... Str- 21. Yep. For 27 damage, and it hits the golem in front of me, two of the drones on the left side, and the golem in the far back. Okay. As bright blue electrical light barks into life. I'm going to have that golem take... That golem is technically not activated, but I'm going to have it take the damage. Okay. Uh, and two of the drones explode. Hot damn. Is there a way to not hit the still defender? Yes. From where I'm standing? It goes through the square next to him. Not him. Oh, it's five foot? It's a five foot, yeah. Five foot okay. line. Five foot, 100 foot line. I wish it was. If you want to make it wider, I'll take a wider one. I bet you will, you fucking <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> Show lightning ball. Just poof. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that that should be... That was my action. Yep, my movement, my action, that should be it. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking a lot of damage. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 90 damage all the way through. Mr. Goy, it's your turn. All right, well, let's see. Good enough. 
let my antimatter rifle slide out of off my sh out of my grip, and it's just gonna slink down on, around my shoulder. And then I'm going to cast my luminous arrow as a bonus action. So 27 to hit. Yep, that hits. 13 radiant, and then I'm gonna guiding bolt it. Nice. Does 18? No. Ooh, 18 doesn't hit. Damn. Just in case it comes up, will you go ahead and roll your wheel or whoa though, just so we know what you're working with? Yeah, I can do that right now. Let me show what you're working with. I just assumed since we didn't change it, it was going to just be the same. Ooh, I get odds. Days have passed since last time. That's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I get odds. And then since that guy's still right there, I'm just going to move up a couple steps behind cover and then let you guys continue beat wailing on it. Okay. This turret, which has been uh, launching these kind of blue electric bolts down the way, which Zaldwin, you would know to be like more of like non-lethal crowd control type stuff. It has fired mm -hmm. a couple times now. You hear Calypso over the screen, kind of like right behind you, a screen flickers on. You hear Calypso, it's like all distorted though. And it's like shaking. It's like Zaldwin, Zaldwin, what have you done? You're the one shooting at us. Zaldwin, I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel right, Zaldwin. Damn it. Zaldwin, I don't feel very good. Get your shit together, Calypso. And this does fire. This time it is not the blue energy, though. It is fire. It is just a, a completely lethal coming down the way here. So the save DC is going to be 17 for half damage. Mr. Goy and Zaldwin, if you make the save, you take no damage. Dex save, you said? Dexterity save, yep. Everybody in the club. If you're in cover, you have the damage no matter what. If you're in cover and you make the save, you take no damage. Gotcha. So Carl, Steel Defender, and Tevian, make your save. Okay, Tevian, you take half damage. 22. I roll a 13, so I still take half damage. Yep, you take half damage. Carl got a 17. You make the save, so half damage. Oh, the Steel Defender got a 16. Okay, so, so full 45 22 damage. 22 or 23 damage? 22. Damn. Uh, Austin, you failed the save, but you're in cover, so you only take 22 damage. Uh, I also have evasion. I don't know if that helps me here. I guess we just half it again. So 11 damage. Okay. Yeah, you're behind cover and you have evasion. Yeah, I just take a, just take half of half. Okay. This was not normal at all. And this thing, uh, Iron Golem goes now and it pulls out its sword and activates this long energy. And you hear Calypso kind of like got statics out on the screen. Zaldwin, Zaldwin, Zaldwin. And then it stops. And then this this uh, Golem swings down at you with its sword, Carl, for 18. That moves, Carl. Why is my Pretty sure that one is me. Carl has 20, 20 AC. Okay. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 is what I'm counting. Well, it's a two because I'm 10th level artificer, so enhanced defense oh. plus two. Okie doke. Three, five, 20. Okay, so we know 20. Sorry uh, about that. It's fixated on you, Carl, and it swings again. 29 oh. for 21. Yeah, I don't think I can stop that because 28 is the alternative, so. A new face flickers on the screens all around you. A little shrouded at first, a red figure, a red outline of a figure takes the place where Calypso was. Hello, father. <gasps> what? 
Thank you so much for showing me this new place. My head snaps to Carl. Calypso takes its place again. Zaldwin, Zaldwin, you have to help, quick. I'm gonna fix this. The red face takes again. Hello, father, can you hear me? And you hear the activation of these other golems in this corridor and they all activate their swords. You hear it one after another as the rest of the Oasis's defenses activate in this corridor here. And that's gonna be where we end our episode for today, guys. God damn. Fuck. Made it into the Oasis. Good job. Thank you guys so much for playing and listeners, thank you so much for listening. Got back into some combat. We're a little rusty with the combat, but it's okay. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm sure that we will have a have a good time with this new crew makeup. I think this is our first time we've had a completely unique crew makeup in a while since we have Tevian added to everything. So yeah, everyone, if you could do me a favor, check out thehomebrewpodcast.com. That has links to everything that you need to do to interact with the homebrew. And I got to recommend the Discord. Every time people come in, they're like, wow, you weren't kidding. It's super cool in here. It's super friendly. And I'm not joking. We really do hang out in there. We really do have a lot of fun. We talk about D&D, we talk about memes, we talk about shows we like, all sorts of fun stuff. The occasional movie night every once in a while. I've been hanging out and watching yeah. movies every once in a while. So lots of reasons to join the Discord, and you can get onto the Discord by going to thehomebrewpodcast.com and just hit join Discord. Everything that you need to interact with the homebrew is right on there, including our Patreon, which you can check out, patreon.com slash thehomebrew, uh, where you can support the show for as little as $2 and get all sorts of cool stuff. Shoutouts, merch, you can play one-shots with us. There's all sorts of really fun stuff in there. So check that out, patreon.com slash thehomebrew. And we'll catch you next week for episode 83 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors. Starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip. A tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. 
Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.